0: Today's power hour is perhaps one of the most important power hours that you will have as part of your curriculum manage your core business effectively because this is where you are allowed to take a shortcut and a shortcut that will get you directly to the results. And the results that you want to have is, of course, sales results. However, you will only get these results if you are aligned. And aligned meaning... That an alignment is a proper adjustment or arrangement of groups or forces in a relationship to one another. And how we can achieve that and why that is so important, that is exactly what we're going to look at in today's session. And as always, you can ask questions here in the chat. I have received one or two questions before, which I'm going to address as well. I will be monitoring the chat window and afterwards we will also have the opportunity to have some live microphones and some live questions for you. So, let's get rolling. Welcome to the Power Hour. Your hour, where you can find out what is holding you back. Your hour, where you can find things where you can be better your hour where you find new ways how you can lead your team to success or your hour where you can have a breakthrough and do things totally differently
1: this
0: is your so an alignment is the proper adjustment or arrangement of groups or forces in relation to one another and why is that so important for us because of course we want to have sales we and the 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 fact of being able to sell something to the customer and the customer wants to buy something from us is the ultimate proof of such an alignment but you have to ask yourself how well aligned are you with your customer and their projects because you might you might realize that there are certain situations where you want to do a test with the customer. You want to prove how good one of our products are. And the customer, you know, he goes, yeah, I'm not so really interested. You know, I don't want you to come into our workshop and do tests. And you should be testing these things back in your lab. And, you know, comparing to competitors, I know it is good, but we're not really so hot around this because... Let's face it, the customer's got production to do and that's why he doesn't want you to come and prove something to, to them. And that is one indication where you feel, you know what, actually I get the feeling that them, the customer and me were not so really aligned. But if only the customer could see how good our products and services are, he would surely be allowed, be aligned with us and he would want to give us the opportunity. And that is where we step back and we start pushing again, trying to convince the customer how good our things are. And how, how good our, our solutions are, but actually we only create and then a situation where the customer is pedaling back and retreating and they don't really have time for us every time. And you realize that they're postponing the visits and it becomes so frustrating because you see so many opportunities how you could help the customer to be better, but the customer don't give you a chance and I totally understand how frustrating that can be, but on the other hand, if you just imagine how it could be that the customer would actually see the opportunities they have with our products and services where where you get the feeling that their customer and you they're actually pulling on the same on the same line towards the right and and the projects that you would like to do together and you see the benefit of the projects as it reflects in the changes that they want to do in their workshop and you really get the feeling that you're working hand in hand and that is the moment when you get the feeling that you're actually aligned where the interests From the customer and the groups that inside the customer, the stakeholders, and you—you're all pulling in the same direction. And just imagine if you could transient from that side where it's so frustrating to deal with those different um, customers who don't have time, and you, you feel that you're spinning your wheels. And on the other hand, you would be aligned with your customers, and you would be working on the same thing. Just imagine what that difference would be like. Now, this difference is so important for us because we don't have as many resources to play around with. We can't just sit and wait for customers to to take a decision and and, uh, come back to us and say, hey, now we have the time where we would like to test something with you because we're running our business as well and we don't really have the resources to sit around at every customer and see whether they are ready and it's extremely urgent because we are looking at increasing our efficiency and efficiency means for you actually every day when you are out going to a customer you have to ask yourself why am i going to that customer right now in that respect do I really get some business out of the time I'm investing with that customer right now? Or am I moving my project forward with that customer I'm visiting right now? And when you, when you realize that perhaps those answers would be no, then you might want to choose another customer because that's when you realize that it is going to be hard to be aligned. Now, we have been talking about many types of meetings that you were going to have with the customer. And the question is, when does this alignment meeting, this alignment really happen? And, um, as a reminder here on the screen, I'm going to run down the, um, the different meetings that, that of course, we've been talking about. We've been talking about the, the customer selection meeting where you sit with, your team and you choose the priority customers we've been talking about the customer revelation meeting where for the first time you start interacting with the customer and you're starting to get some kind of confirmation the first glimpse of an alignment whether the customer is interested to grow business business with you and then of course you have the account planning meeting where you step back and you take a look at the resources you take a look at the opportunity the 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 challenges that the customer has, and you think about, well, how can you get those two um, companies um, working together? Another second adjustment around the alignment. And then you go into the capability meeting where you show your own capability with that of the customer's capability, but you're still on the level of sharing ideas and testing the ground until you then really reach the true alignment meeting. And this alignment meeting is when the resources on one side and the forces on the others and the groups they sit down at the table and they start talking around the priority. The priority of how to close the gaps, the priority um around potential solutions, around the well the opportunities really that is best in solving certain challenges. And that is, that alignment is so crucial because at that point we start picking up our first opportunities. We start tracking our, our first projects. And you can imagine that when you start tracking your projects, you're all eager and you want to move forward and you want to start doing things. You want to start testing tools. You want to start designing, um, perhaps some specials and every, every time and from this point on, when you start doing something for the customer, there's a big difference between what you have been doing before and what you're doing now. Because everything that you have been doing before was actually only spending some of your time understanding better what the customer is about. From that point on, um, on the other hand, when you start and leave this alignment meeting, both your customer and you You are spending money, spending money in putting teams in designing tools, putting teams in doing evaluations, putting teams in comparing different types of solutions, doing types of assessments, physically doing tests on machines, making swarf and working um, hours on the machine. You're spending yours and your customers money. And that is a big difference. In the first step, it's only your time. But in the second step after this alignment meeting, it is spending money. That is why it is such a crucial moment for both you and your customers to feel that there is a certain, um, understanding, a certain alignment so that nobody feels that you're spending money on the wrong thing. Because that is the worst thing that you can, that can really happen. And you realize that, of course, whether it is, I mean, whether it is, whether you go down to the garden shop and you buy some latest tools because they were an advertisement and you bring them home and your wife challenges you and you say, why did you buy this tool? If you cannot really justify why you're spending money on a certain tool, of course you're going to be in trouble. And the same thing happens with customers as well, with our customers. And the same things happens with you. If you do tests, And you cannot justify those tests with anything behind. Of course, you will be challenged. Your manager will challenge you and ask you, why are you spending money on this right now? So, that is really one of the the, um, biggest issues that that customers have, of course. They are afraid of spending money as well. And that is why you heard from the previous um, power hours, the the different involvements, the different stakeholders that the customers have, the different teams and the way they're trying to deal with the um, overflow of information, the multitude of opportunities that they have and how this actually delays the decisions more and more. Because on one side it's confusing for them to take the right decision and on the other side it is also very dangerous for them to take a wrong decision around something that they don't want. And that is one of the biggest reasons why they push us as salespeople back all the time because they are afraid that we as salespeople, we push them in taking a decision that they will regret in the end. Purchasing regret is one of the biggest reasons why people don't decide to buy anything because they know that when they've decided something, there are a dozen or even more options Outside and supplies and solutions outside there where they had to say no to it. They have to not only justify what they bought, but much more do they have to justify what they didn't buy. So that is why this alignment meeting sticks out from all the other meetings that you have here during the sales process. So it would be quite easy to say, well, okay, let's get aligned. But how do you do that? What is the essence of this alignment? Well, as, as it said at the beginning, the, the alignment is really the um, the proper adjustment, arrangement of groups or forces in relation to one another. So what is the biggest goal of this alignment that we want to achieve? It is that the customer's priority in how to close the gaps on those issues that they have identified and our priority of offering solutions and doing tests has to be aligned. That is the biggest goal here. In reality, it means that we put the list on the table of what we have chosen to do for the customer and the customer puts their list on the table um, around what they have decided to do and then you start counting, well, how many matches do you get? And that is exactly where the problem is. Because putting that, putting our list on the table, for some reason or other, it doesn't really happen so very often. Because we're a little afraid of that. And this is where I would like to invite you to think about yourself, think about your team, your peers. What is it really you're afraid about? when it is out putting your list of priorities, opportunities, projects that you have understood and putting that on the table and sharing that with the customer. How do you feel about that? Write some comments here in the chat and I'll, as always, I will copy them onto onto the screen so that we can read them all. And um, as before, I won't share any names in this. I will just copy it and read it out. So, Why are you afraid of sharing this list of opportunities and projects with your customer? And here's a little music to think about it.
1: Too many times, why don't you ever learn to keep your big mouth shut? That's why it hurts so bad.
0: So here we've got a couple of reasons and um, I still will be taking one or two from the chat and copying it here. So maybe because we don't know if we can fill the wishes, the fear of uh, failure on customer needs, um, may not be confident about opportunities, the lack of courage um, to put it on the desk, um, don't want the customer to know that I'm targeting a competitor which um, which he favors, um, interesting ones here, of course, and um, and this was also the response I had during the follow up meetings with my salesman. Okay, great. Getting tangled in old issues. Customers don't have so much time. Um, perhaps it's not not a good relation with the customer. As yes. I was going to take here one more two, so that we. Have them all on the screen. Perhaps not a clear selection, and these are all absolutely valid answers that you um, you of course have in um, well in your in your mind, and also your team has in their mind, and that is typically what is happening out there. And but then you have to ask yourself. Let's go to the other extreme. And ask ourselves, well, what is it if, if you never were aligned with your customer? How would you feel? I mean, what chances would you have to make business? And when you start thinking along those lines and you start thinking about those, those fears that you have and the reasons why you don't want to do that, you suddenly realize, but wait a second, there is always a certain degree of alignment that I'm, I'm going to have with my customer, because otherwise we would never agree on doing business. But putting that, putting my project list there on the table and asking for comments, asking for corrections, asking for getting aligned, somewhere there is, there is another quality in that, which actually makes people quite sweaty in their hands, because... Hey, that is my list. That is my strategy. That is how I would like to overcome my customer. That is how I would like to win this business. And all of a sudden, this list becomes something between me and them. It is not a joint list. It is my leverage that I want to have. And the better my list is, the more leverage I can get on the, on my customer and the more upside I can get on my customer because I have more details, more knowledge built on that list than my partner on the other side of the table has, I might think. But you have to ask yourself, really, is that true? Because obviously you're trying to look for partnerships, so there's no upside and downside. The same thing goes from the other side of the table. The Customer doesn't really want an upside on you. They want their solutions on the table in the best possible way so that they can close the gaps that they have in the fastest way, in the most efficient way possible. Of course, there's competition between the two, between you and another supplier, but still the intention is still there that they want to have the business done. So when you start thinking about and when you start hearing this pushback from your team where people say, wait a minute, I don't want to share my list. I don't want to be that open. I don't have that relationship with my customer. I might have it wrong and um it might be still full of mistakes. It's the question, well, what are they comparing themselves against? Somewhere, deep down, we're comparing ourselves against a place where we want to feel safe. Where we want to have that feeling of somebody saying, good job, you did it right. But in business, when we are like grown up, that doesn't really happen that way. Because in business, it's about partnering with somebody who is equally strong on the other side, who, if we can team up, can make us as a team three times stronger. So that feeling of, of fear is just coming out of our desire to stay in our happy place, feeling safe in that area where there is no challenge, in that area where there is no competition, in that area where there are no mistakes. But every time you start thinking about this customer situation and what you're fearing, you have to ask yourself, but is that really true? Would the customer criticize me if I put a list on the table with all honesty and say, dear Mr. Customer, I'm putting this list on the table so that I can align my resources to the projects that you have prioritized. And I have no other ambition than putting my priority number one and your priority number one next to each other. How do you think we can do that as quickly as possible? Do you really think the customer would laugh? Do you really think that the customer would criticize you? Do you really think the customer would start correcting your list? No, they will invite you But in our mind, we are going round and round in circles. We're afraid of that because we're comparing this situation to a situation which we had many, many years ago when we were in school, when we're handing in our math paper, when we're handing in our our dictation, which was our list of things, of our work as best as we could, and we were going to get marks on it. And the teacher said, okay, you've got five points out of ten, and that is why you're only graded medium. But in business, it's about partnership. Those rules that we learned at that time, what it feels like to hand in a list of um, answers around a project, that is not the same anymore. So that means... With that thought that you have in your head that this list is your list and you want to keep it safe and you're afraid of criticism or you think the customer won't have any time to to take care of this list and won't want to contribute, that list is those thoughts only in your head. And actually, the question is, what would happen? Who would you be if you hadn't had those thoughts? What would change if you had those other thoughts? Who would you be if you didn't have those thoughts anymore? Because then you would be a strong partner who is not afraid of making mistakes, who is bold and courageous and putting this list on the table just for the simple reason of you're running your business, Mr. Customer. I'm running my business, Mr. Customer. And one of the top goals and top priorities for every business is we have to be efficient. And you would change the rules of that conversation because you have one common goal and that is efficiency. And if you did that type of conversation? All of a sudden things change. And that is exactly where we, we, we were just a couple of days ago where I was looking at a case and the case was pretty much like this, that of course everybody's arguing around the fact that manager core business effectively, it's a course which is quite number of courses, significant amount of time. And you have to spend a lot of time learning these things. But this element here, is the fastest way to get the return of your investment. This account alignment meeting is the most important thing you will want to implement right now, and here's the case to that. So, let's assume your um let's assume your daily sales rate is let's say x. X amount of dollars, euros, whatever it is. It's just x. I'm not putting anything on the screen here right now. Just imagine your daily sales rate is X. Now, this course that you're on right now, it's going to take you around total time, three days, four days until you're finished. If you calculate and consider all the exercises that you're doing with your, with your, with your team and with your customer and the coaching from your manager, give it four days. So you're investing four times X and X being your daily sales rate. Now we had a case, a true case, final story, which is documented where somebody said, okay, we went to the customer and we did this account alignment meeting. We prepared ourselves with our project list. We had the right entry to the, to the, um, to the team there saying that we were not trying to push them over the table. We're trying to find the, the best effective approach here for both companies. And during that meeting, they uncovered opportunities, which was 20 times larger than the sales rate. So 20 times X, opportunities, which were not known. They had been doing business with a customer before, but the fact that they initiated an alignment meeting opened the customer up, so they put 20 times the daily sales rate of opportunities on the table in high-speed um, steel, in ISO, and in drilling. They hadn't had access to those opportunities before. So, 20 times X. Now you can ask yourself, well, if you normally have an opportunity, what is the closing rate in percent on that opportunity? Is it 5%? That means those 20 times the t- daily sales rate X, twenty five percent chances of those is four days worth in business. So, you're investing four days and you're earning... This, in this case, they earned four days of business back right there and then through the alignment meeting. Now, that's an amazing return of investment. Now, that was only one account. And if you consistently put that through other accounts, which have perhaps the equal you know, development uh, account category, you might have five times the return on investment just because you're consistently doing an account alignment meeting. That is how strong this type of a meeting can be. And that is why this account alignment meeting is the most important thing that you will want to apply with your team. Because it changes the whole atmosphere between yourself and the customer from trying to sell something really to partnering up with your customer around these things. Because you have to think again, in this case... That customer, before, they had no intention of putting that opportunity, those opportunities on the table. They did it because of the result of having that meeting in that style. They decided, okay, great, let's give them a chance. So, an alignment meeting is the proper adjustment or arrangement of people and interests in relation to one another, with the purpose of doing business easier. That is why we want to do alignment meetings. And as I said, the most important part of that alignment meeting is the fact that we do it with our customers together before we start spending money. Before they start spending money as well. That is what makes this alignment meeting so very strong. So if we look at the diagram here again at the sales strategy and the sales process, where is it? Where is that alignment meeting? It is right here at that point where we start logging our opportunities, where we start firming up on the projects. And the most important um, step towards effectiveness that we can do is ask our customers and ourselves to share the priority of the projects that we are working on and that they are working on. Because from then on, everything becomes much more predictable. That's the part of the alignment because then we can call on the customer and say, yes, we understood that this was your priority and we're putting our priority on and against that. Is that still in line? Are we still treading sort of step by step together here? Are we still partners? And as soon as things change, of course, you can change, which means that whenever the customer changes something, you're much more predictable in your forecast towards what you are trying to achieve and naturally of course you're not chasing anything that the customer doesn't want but you are aligned with those interests and that is where you come become more efficient in your sales with your sales team in your sales approach and that is exactly what we're looking for efficiency in what we're doing so that is why the alignment meeting is the most important part perhaps and as you can see the immediate return of investment that that we had in this case immediately getting the opportunity of four times the business worth of four times the um the daily sales rate just because we had the courage to have that type of meeting so at this point um i would um like you to think about the following question because now that you understand the power of the alignment meeting, I would like you to think about and we'll write it down here in the chat. What would be one action you would want to take away right now in relationship to this alignment meeting? Write it in the chat and I'll collect the answers here in the chat and after that we will have time for some questions and comments. So take action now. Knowing what you know about this alignment meeting, what is the one thing you will do differently? Write it in the chat. And um, as before, I will copy your answers and we'll go through them. And afterwards, we will have some open questions and answers. Knowing the concept of the alignment meeting, what is it that you want to do right now? And how can you be more efficient? What is exactly you want to do to be more efficient? Because being more efficient is an outcome of an activity that you're going to do differently right now. Be more confident around the fact that we're doing this. Yes. I tell too many times, why don't you to define the quant- define quantity. Okay, I'm going to put it here under the chat first and then we can see it. Define quantity, the success during alignment meeting. Yes. I would expect would make sure that we all speak with the same language. That would be terrific. That's one of the results that you will get. Before investing in any trials or spend time for proposal, check with customer on his priorities. Yes. Have all my resources identified to offer in the alignment meeting? That is also a good point because um, sometimes you will want to answer up for certain requirements that the customer puts out there in the alignment meeting. That is very true. Here's another one. And that says, before alignment meeting, do more digging um, of information to make sure our list fits better. It's an interesting point on that, on that last one. Um, again, this is all around efficiency in the sense of asking the customer to help. This is not around getting it right or wrong. And the customers, you can invite the customer to help to get that list right so these are the um these are the points that you can do right now that is terrific and um i love the courage that you have in these things because this is this is actually the first step and the only step that you need to take is have a little courage and put it out put the list out there so that the customer can see that you're not here to sell something on to them you're here to find a way to, together, to be more efficient. And like everybody, everybody's going to appreciate that, appreciate that a lot. So these are great points. Be more confident, proper account selection, define quantity, the success during alignment meetings. Yes, because you're setting up what is, what the expectation is, what is good, These are all terrific points. Before investing on any trials or spending time, check with customer on his priorities. Exactly. This is what it is about. We have um, all my resources identified to offer in the alignment meeting to show that you are committed and take a deep breath and try to separate the best opportunity. Put the resources in the right place. Absolutely correct. That is a good one here on the end, which I'm going to put at the end of this list. Because you don't have to do everything, right? You can, you can, um, you have the opportunity to talk and choose around those opportunities that you find, are... which you find your best equipped to solve. And nobody expects us to do everything. Great. So this was around the. Um, alignment meeting and we have the opportunity now since we still have got some time left of course to ask questions and um, you can write questions into the chat and I've activated the microphones and I had one question here which I'm going to read out this morning from uh, Vasily um, which I think is very interesting and the question is if the team is well, two questions actually here. Making alignment meeting with customer. Some of them don't have the time indeed and, um, don't have the details of their goals available at that time. Now, this is quite interesting because, um, and for that, we should take another look at the sales process because you have to think about if the customer doesn't have a clear view of the goals that they have, which phase in the sales process are they in because by the time you reach the alignment meeting which is which is here yeah they have gone through the process of the of setting setting the goals setting the strategy finding the gaps so at this point the actually the customer is looking for solutions looking for ways to close their gap moving forward. And at that point, they should have actually quite a clear view of what, what they're looking for. Now, it could be, this is very important to understand, it could be that they don't trust us in our relationship and that's why they don't share it. And one way of not sharing it is being vague around what the goals they really have, which is fine. Um, it just gives to, gives to show that we have to work on, on the relationship a little more. Or they actually don't really know because they have not received that information. Their upper management hasn't shared that information with them. Or perhaps around that project, that information hasn't really materialized, which means faculty, they don't know. But then the question is, how can I help them in taking a step back and help them identify the goals? Because that is where I can help them in their sales, in their buying process to come to the next step in their conclusion. And the next step in their conclusion is, okay, let's give them more information so that they can analyze the situation better so that they can come to their goals. That's how I can help them. That is how I can add value to a customer who is still unclear around that, around their goals. But that means I have to change the foot I am standing on, and step back in the sell, in their buying process, and ask them, okay, what information would you need then to have a more clearer decision on the goals? The other part in the question here was, if my team is overrun by the daily tasks, how, um, how to do when asking them to do more. And this is this is an interesting one because I, I totally get it when you ask people to do something differently, they perceive it to be something extra, something more. But think about that case that we had right now. By doing this alignment meeting, a meeting that you would be having with your customer anyway, because of course you're talking about opportunities and projects, but just doing that meeting in a different way addressing the customer in a different way with this with this with the intention of having an agreement of the priorities makes that meeting run in a different way but the result of that meeting was so amazing because in this in the case that i shared with you the result was that they found 20 days of opportunities in that meeting by running that meeting in another way Now you have to ask yourself, well, how much more meetings would they have had to have instead? How many more questions would they have had to ask? How much, um, how much more time would they have spent to dig up those opportunities otherwise? That is where you're saving time. So they didn't even, didn't only win time on the opportunities which were put on the table at that moment, they were also saving time on other meetings which they normally would have spent to find those opportunities. It could easily have been that they were saving four or five follow-up meetings until they would have found the opportunities later on in the process and they would have had to be bidding in a shorter amount of time at a lower price to still get a chance to find those and, and bid for and win for those opportunities. And now I'm wondering, who doesn't really have the time? Because if we are then later on in the sales process, if we are sort of bidding for the uh the opportunities that we find out that are late in the process that are already um semi defined and um where the competitors are already been working on it and the the only opportunity to get into that that opportunity is at a lower price, you have to ask yourself are we Can we do it in a different way so that we can save time? Because, once again, doing the alignment meeting in a different way is not an extra time. It is different, yes, but it's not an extra time. And that is where the win comes in the time. Here we have another question what do uh what to do if you are confident that customers proceeding with competition um have a wrong assumption or calculation? can we try to pull him into um a stage before and correct him well that is one of the most interesting challenges that we will have going forward, which we call the challenger and the challenger really is is when we realize that the customer is taking a decision that we um that we believe it is actually the wrong one through technical reasons or economical reasons, we have to have the courage and the ability to challenge the customer on the decisions that they are taking. And that means that and this is this is really one of the, the challenging ones in that respect, because the customer's made up their mind, they've come to a conclusion around. Um, certain information they have got and they have been putting a blind eye to other information that they also had but didn't consider and our challenge in that point is to change the focus on focusing on the information they had been ignoring and bringing that to light and showing the consequences of this type of information now there are lots of special routines around that However, you have to understand that. Um, i see if I can. You have to understand that if you take this uh, the sales process that is drawn here in this picture, you have to understand at what level in the organization have these have this decision been taken, and who are you talking about to? Because if you're in the stage that you're choosing the solutions, the priorities around certain solutions may have already been taken, and that is where perhaps the first decision in your mind who's as you've been asking this question, your mind might have been the wrong one. They have chosen the wrong priority. And then of course you have to ask you have to talk to the person who is responsible in taking the the decision, who is responsible in writing the specification, who's responsible in choosing that solution. You always have to go one step up and one step back in the process. Try to find that relationship so that they start listening. Um, so that you can start influencing that decision. Is it easy? Probably not. Is it easier before, um, before that decision has been taken? Yes, absolutely. And that is why we very much recommend to come in, to come in the sales process as early as possible, which means we have to also talk to the people in the sales process high up in the organization as possible so that we start cascading the decision and following the decision from the top. So I would also like to ask um, Vasily, um, sorry, I'm jumping here to the other question that was coming up in the chat, but I also have to ask Vasily again, if you got the, um, the answer that you were looking for concerning your your question, if you just write, write something in the chat or if you want to open your microphone, you're welcome to do that. Um, around, well, making the alignment meeting with customers. Some of them don't have the detail of their goals. That is the situation. And the other one was um, if your team is feels overrun in the daily tasks, you also always have to ask yourself, where do you find the saving in the time? Because that is what is all about. Okay, thank you very much. The explanation was very helpful. Um, thank you for putting that into the chat, Varsity. And um, if there are no more green lights here on the microphone then i will be looking at the time we've still got a few more minutes of course somebody else can write a question in the chat or come up here on the um on the microphone live you're welcome to do that and in the meantime i will show we still have two power hours to go before the summer break one is of course around the certification which i will do next monday um And for everybody, you know, there is no deadline, no cutoff date for June 15, as it was originally communicated. You do have the opportunity to complete the Manager Core Business um, Effectively curriculum at your pace and um, post it into the section within the classroom. And those who have been there, you also realize that other people have already been posting topics um, and their final a case here in the classroom as you can see it on the screen right now here on the bottom right in the topics of the classroom save your certification files here and when you do that um, you just upload a zip file and you can see that already many people have posted their case which is very interesting to read and I will then approve their application and forward their final story to Lars Backstrom so that he can sign your certificate on a real piece of paper. And um, then on June 26, which is going to be the last power hour before the summer, um, there's going to be an interesting one around coaching behavior. And then I will communicate to everybody around the power hours that will start somewhere mid-August again. I hope you find this power hour interesting. And um, I will have a taxi coming here a- any minute now because I will be going to China and uh, visiting the managing director and Norbert Koenig, our regional um, head of sales there for some interesting meetings, which we will talk about another time. So thank you very much for today. I hope you found it interesting. And well, make this week your best week ever and get the customers aligned. This was the Power Hour with me, Coach Colin, the skipper to your leadership. Thank you, everybody. If you found something interesting during this Power Hour, why not just go over and press like, or even share it with one of your peers, because we all want to be better. And it is very rewarding to see other people getting better around us. And if you have any questions about this Power Hour or around leading your team to success, Just private message me, text me, get in touch with me on Facebook or send me an email. Take care, everybody. Have an awesome week. I am Coach Colin, and I'm here to help you master your leadership.